and uh, this is the one two three show and uh, let's turn to this week's trash talk and Marcy Trent Long on this week's trash talk talks to Ming Chan from the Hong Kong community composting. Hey, Trash Talk listeners, do you know that we throw away about 3,600 tons of food waste every day? That's equivalent to 20 million apples or 144 million pieces of sushi. And it represents about a third of all the waste that goes to landfills. I think we need to find some new solutions. And luckily, we are here with Meng Chan from Hong Kong Composting. And they have found some pretty good, exciting solutions to our organic waste. So welcome to the show, Ming. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Why don't we start? First of all, we have to do a happy anniversary. Thank you. I'm not sure how many Trash Talk listeners know about Hong Kong composting, but they've actually been around for a year. So tell us the story. We, um, you're right, we just celebrated our first anniversary in March. It was the launch of our first community drop-off bin where households could sign up and take their residential, their domestic food waste there. We launched this last year. Of course, preparation started before that. And um, it's it's been an adventure. Yeah, I bet it has. Now, go back a little bit. Is Is Hong Kong composting an NGO? Is it funded by the government or is it just the labor of love of the partners? It's the labor of love. It's our passion project. Um, I have a full-time job, uh, so I do this on the side. And my co-founders, Renee and Paige, um, you know, the three of us are in this together. So it's part-time labor of love for all of us. That is very difficult, right? That's, can be, but um, because it's it is a passion project, it is very very gratifying. So, and so, how did it start? Did it start because you were just frustrated with not being able to compost your own materials, or each of homes? us had our own frustrations and our own mission? So, for me, I was on a zero waste journey. I tried composting at home and I couldn't. And I was used to coming from Canada, from Toronto. I was used to having access to a a government program where you just your food waste got picked up alongside recycling and regular trash which we didn't have in Hong Kong I searched and searched and stumbled upon this meetup group that was run by Paige at the time already called Hong Kong Community Composting and was she was gathering you know like-minded people who cared about composting and food waste and she she's the queen right yeah. she knows how to do it as a permaculture farm designer Huh. And it was at one of our meetups that we met Renee, who is a microbiologist. Oh, good. Training. We need the scientists. We always Absolutely. need the scientists, right? So the three of us were just this perfect combination that came together and we thought, why don't we try this? Oh, great. And try this. So let's describe this. This is mostly now um, takes two shapes. One is um, DIY workshops. We teach workshops to people who want to compost at home. There are so many different ways you can do this. It can be as simple as using a styrofoam box. You pick up the, you know, the side of the street like Renee does and uh, drill a, a few holes into it and you can, you can do it at home. And it can be a Bokashi method. So there are many different methods. I call it an art, somewhere between an art and a science. Because especially in Hong Kong, the weather changes. It gets too cold. It gets too hot. It gets humid. It huh. gets dry. So you do need to 
know what you're doing and balance it. And Renee and Paige are amazing at that and very, very experienced. So that's one thing. The other form of community composting are these drop-off bins for people like myself who are helpless. I have tried <laughs> and my balcony okay, did not. <laughs> it was not pretty. Um, but in the winter, my compost wasn't going anywhere. It was it was too cold. So things were not decomposing. And in the summer, I had regular fruit flies on the balcony. So I gave up after two, three attempts. Oh, you didn't. Okay. So with the drop-off bins, now you told me the really exciting news, which, and maybe you could just take a step back. Mm-hmm. And we don't even, some of our listeners don't even know about O-Park and what mm-hmm. O-Park is and now your connection with them. So O-Park Open, it's a government facility. It's the first um food waste to energy facility in Hong Kong uh, run by the government. It can handle up to 200 tons per day in food waste. And again, they opened last year. And up until now, they only took accepted commercial and industrial waste. That is from restaurants, from school canteens. So large, larger organizations, but definitely not domestic food waste because of contamination concerns. It's a lot of education that has to go into it. And if you go onto their website, they have a lot of material out there and they offer education um, before you're allowed to take your waste there. Okay. So they did also do their own trials in housing estates collecting yeah. and educating the residents in certain housing estates. To, and so that, that was the only form of domestic food waste that got accepted at O-Park. Okay, but basically, so now you can be the the step between us and O-Park, hopefully. We hope so. We they definitely, we needed to get the approval um, and the help from the EPD to be accepted by O-Park. So we had to meet them, we showed them the bin, we showed them how it works, the education that we provide. And uh, literally we stood, not me, but Paige and Renee stood at the bin with representatives from OPARC, from the EPD and showed. And then they decided to go ahead and let us drop off our food waste, which is a huge milestone to us. It is, because what were you doing before? Don't tell me you were composting it yourself. Once Paige and Renee actually picked up the food waste and brought it to their own rooftops because oh, our... <laughs> that, that is dedication for you. <laughs> our compost partner did not manage to get to the bins um, at, some, at, one, at one point last year. So, because our bins are around, okay, does she have neighbors? Was <laughs> smelly, right? Nobody complained officially, so it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it was interesting to see what ended up in the bins that they took home. So, yeah, for sure. So then, what do we, if we want to use your drop-off bins, mm-hmm. do we have to do one of your workshops first to know how to compost? appropriately? No. no, what happens is if you want to use the drop-off bin, you go to our website and you simply sign up. We're proud to say we have met every single subscriber. One of us has met each of our subscribers, you know, at the bin to oh, show them how amazing. it works because it requires a Bluetooth enabled app on your phone. And that was another achievement we had last year. The um, You cannot leave a trash bin in Hong Kong unlocked. It invites trash, whether it's marked, even our bins are locked. People will try to jam things inside that, you know, despite the lock, despite the big sign on it that says composting, we have found cans, um, beer bottles, 
if as long as they can squeeze things in there, we have unfortunately found things in there. So frustrating, right? Yes. So that's why we have decided to put a lock on there. It's Bluetooth enabled and just to make it easy. And it's a community. I mean, we, we call it community composting for a reason. We want to build a bit of a community in Hong Kong and spread the word and educate Hong Kong about um, what it means to send your food waste to landfill versus try to compost it. And yeah. so it's really important to us to meet everyone, have that one-on-one conversation, introduce them to the log, show them the bin, and um, just ex- answer any questions they may have. Oh, that's a labor of love. It is. Do you guys also need volunteers? Absolutely. Okay. We we are very lucky we have a few volunteers and they, because we have, for example, been in Happy Valley and none of us live close to Happy Valley. So if there is an issue because somebody left a bag of food waste on top of the bin, because they forgot their phone at home that day, or they couldn't unlock the bin that morning, they left it, then one of our amazing volunteers in Happy Valley goes downstairs and she just puts it into us. It out. Yeah, or she, they'll, they'll meet new subscribers on our behalf. All right. How do we reach out to you on Facebook, your website? What do you like? We, any which way. So we have, you can reach us via email. The email address is on our website. Um, there are forms on our website if you want to express interest in, you know, participating or um been for your building. Uh, you can leave us a Facebook comment. Now, sometimes we get a little overwhelmed, so <laughs> the response time may uh, right. it may take a little while. But we we are always grateful for help. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ming Chan, for coming and talking about Hong Kong composting. And I want to remind everyone that. O-Park takes 200 tons of organic waste a day, but we're producing 3,600 tons. So composting is super important, and now we've got this great opportunity to step up to the plate for that. But also reduction is probably the best thing that you can do. Just cook what you need. Don't overeat. Don't overorder. Thanks, Trash Talk listeners. Everybody stay healthy. Thank you, Ming. Thank you, her partners also for all their hard work in Hong Kong composting. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK on the Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. Many thanks to Marcy Trent Long this week uh, speaking to Ming Chan from Hong Kong Composting Community. And uh, we look forward to more Trash Talks next Monday.